time to save the Magic Kingdom. Today I'm talking about Raya and the Last Dragon. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about one of the Disney's most recent releases, Raya and the Last Dragon, which I think was slated to go out earlier and then went to Disney Plus rather quickly because the pandemic happened, and I finally got around to seeing it. So, bearing that in mind, without further ado, let's get started. If there's one thing I missed from the Disney renaissance of the mid-90s, it's been the action-adventure and vibe approach to animation. With most of the live-action movies covering the action fireworks, the more recent Disney animated movies have prioritized character relationships and concepts more than set pieces. And that's not a weakness. A lot of those films have packed a huge punch as a result. But it did make me excited to see a globe-trotting martial arts epic on the docket for Disney in 2021 with Raya and the Last Dragon. The land Kumandra is under attack. After years of keeping their evil at bay, the land has been overtaken by evil spirits known as Droon that turn people into stone. Their last hope lies with Raya, the embittered survivor of the Heart Kingdom, who is out to find the last dragon, Sisu, and use their magic to restore her people and Kumandra to its former glory. But will Raya and Sisu find enough allies to save Kumandra in time? So I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It's not quite at the same level as other Disney films in terms of character and plot, but there's a lot to like here. So with that in mind, I'm gonna highlight what really works and the biggest ding against this movie. The first is solid set pieces. At first glance, you might assume this movie is going to be all intricate hand-to-hand combat with melee weapons. And you'd be half right. There are plenty of bouts between Raya and her rivals that feature swords, spears, and fists that are excellently staged and easy to follow. However, the bits that impressed me were the chases. Since Raya's goal involves hopping from place to place, she typically has to track down what she wants and escape with people on her tail, which means a bunch of over-the-top chases that are reminiscent of Raiders of the Lost Ark. And these are way more fun than they have any right to be, mainly because each chase does a great job of using the geography or location to its advantage. A city chase weaves in and out of buildings, or a mountain chase hops around the rocks. It's all a ton of fun. We also have an excellent voice cast. If you love the Asian acting talent in Marvel and Disney movies, you will love this movie too, because we've got Kelly Marie Tran bringing her unflappable attitude to Raya, Gemma Chan as a rival princess, and Benedict Wong as a big warrior with a heart of gold. That said, my MVP for this movie is Aquafina, who, yeah, she's good in everything that she does, but she is such a perfect fit as Sisu. The film portrays Sisu as the odd one out in a family of powerful dragons, who comes across, at least initially, as silly and naive. And with Aquafina's comedic timing, that's easy to understand. It makes it hard for the audience and Raya to realize that Sisu's message is important right away. Also, Alan Tudyk as another silly animal is always a win because he's their good luck charm. The main ding, though. It's too much emphasis on one aspect of the theme. I understand that family movies want their themes to be obvious. You want clear messages for the kiddos and parents to take home. But Raya brings up its theme in every other scene. The message is that 
trust between people is key to success and harmony. Raya doesn't trust anyone because of what happened to her father and Kumandra, and Sisu spends almost all of her screen time saying Raya should try it out because it's the only way they'll be able to solve things, specifically that she needs to trust Namari, her main rival. And when I mean every other scene, I mean there's about three to four almost identical scenes that takes place on the same boat in very similar scenarios where Raya refuses to trust people. Which is doubly weird because Raya has examples all around her of how trust has gotten her this far, thanks to allies from all over the various regions and kingdoms, and it's rarely brought up. It also reads really weird right now because, well frankly, there's some people around us that don't deserve second chances right now. If people continuously do the wrong thing or try to hurt you for their own benefit, you have every right to be mad at them. And it's easier to say, cooperate with people you can reach, instead of saying, sometimes you gotta trust everyone. It rings a bit hollow nowadays, sadly. The verdict is, it's still fun though. Though its theme is simplistic, Raya and the Dragon is enough fun to recommend. Seven out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.